You don't get it, son. This isn't a mud hole. It's an operating table. And I'm the surgeon. in broad daylight. I know why you're afraid to go out at night. The Batman. See, Batman had shown Gotham the true colors, unfortunately. He's strong, but some clown who thinks he's Batman. I am Batman! what you've been through. I love you, Monkey. <laughs> you lost both parents in one day. Barry! Call now! I went back in time to save my parents. But instead, I completely broke the universe. If you went back and changed the past, this world must die. Change the future. Do you know what this symbol stands for? It means hope, right? I will help you fight God. You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. undo what I did. These scars we have make us who we are. You're not meant to go back and fix them. Don't let your tragedy define you.
You're strapped to your parachutes. Hey, where's yours? Welcome back, citizens of Gotham, to another episode of the Eternal Night Podcast, a t- podcast dedicated to the Dark Knight of the DC Universe, the Dark Detective, Batman. I am one of your hosts. My name is Philip Barker, joined once again by the one and only Craig Blaylock, once again back in the cave, back in a flash, if you will. Mm. Pun intended. No way. Pun totally intended. <laughs> um well, I guess we're making good on that promise that we we might have made on the on the last episode we did. Oh, what two days ago? Three days yeah. ago? Yeah, yeah. Jumping um, right into it. Um. Well, you know, usual plugs out of the way. If anyone wants to give us a follow, you know, T E K underscore podcast, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that fun stuff. Um. But yes, we'll we'll just kind of I guess dive right into it. Um. We, we knew a new trailer for The Flash was dropping today, and I think you mentioned that if there if it was Batman-heavy, you'd, you'd make the time to talk about it. Well, I, I guess someone out there in the editing studio was like, hey, you know, this guy Craig Blaylock, he wants, he wants Batman in a yeah. Flash trailer? He's going to get Batman in a Flash trailer. And holy shit, did they deliver. Yeah. There, was, there was a lot of Batman in this, this second trailer for The Flash, along with... Um, yeah. We also knew the movie was going to screen today, and it's got a ton of reactions coming out of CinemaCon just literally an hour ago. A couple of hours, like two hours ago, give or take. But, yeah, it's um, crazy that, I mean, before we like actually get into it, I was genuinely surprised at like how much Batman was in this. Well, it, it's mean, really kind of one of those things you look at and you go, is this really going to be a Flash movie, or is this just going to be a Batman movie featuring the Flash? Well... To be fair, Flashpoint, the the story in which the film is loosely inspired by, uh, it, the the storyline and that does involve a Batman. So mm-hmm. um, I'm really not surprised that if you want, and you, and you know, it's 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 funny to talk about the Flash movie, right? Because this this is the one that went from release date to release date, from director to director to director to director. Yeah, right. Like th- this film has just been through the literal definition of development hell okay until Annie Muschietti stepped in and took the reins of the project and well I'm 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 shocked that this film it, it, apparently this film is so good it's good enough for them to screen it at CinemaCon and for people at CinemaCon to be like oh yeah I believe the hype it's that good and it's like oh okay that's 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 high price from from what I can gather but really like it's it's astonishing that this film is even happening yeah but uh, the fact and again like you said the fact the the fact that it's the fact that it's batman it's it's, i think that is also part of the selling point Mm -hmm. is because it's got batman in it and i think that's not by bad coincidence i think that's totally part of the reason why i don't i don't i think i might have even said this before like i think you could have done a flash film with his own villains and it would have been like a moderate success, or even it would have been even a solid success. I'm I'm not really sure. We don't really know what that looks like. But I think having the inclusion of of not only just one Batman but two, um, specifically Michael Keaton and Ben Affleck, uh, yeah, that's this film is going to draw the Batman crowd hardcore. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. But like you were saying, sorry. I, didn't mean, I mean, given what we've seen in the second trailer, it's 
very going to be heavily Batman. I mean, he shares as much screen time, I feel, as The Flash does. Yeah, and I think James Gunn even made mention of, like, well, he is the, the second build character, so he is, you know, the second, the, you know, essentially the support, the second supporting character they meet. Because obviously, it, it, it looks like structurally, Barry helps Batfleck in the beginning. He decides to go back in time, does the thing, winds up in a picture of the Keatonverse cross DCEU, and he meets his other self there, as we can see. And then they go seek out Batman, and then they go save Supergirl, and then they fight Zod. And then after that, I'm not really sure what happens, because they're keeping the third act a surprise. Now, I will also yeah. say that I have scoured certain places of the internet, and I have seen potential things regarding the third act that I will not say here, that I might talk to Craig about off the off air, but mm. I will just say, based on the two trailers, yes, the third act of the movie is probably going to take place in the Speed Force, and they are not at all showing any of that in the marketing and I think that's actually pretty smart on their part considering how abysmal their marketing has been for these films in the past I was just going to say like maybe they're finally learning their lesson to not blow their load on the trailers I mean I remember we talked about it in the commentary episode but like the doomsday reveal in Batman v Superman mm -hmm. why was that shown in the trailer you could have easily kept that out and just had everyone be shocked that doomsday was in a Superman movie so as of recording this episode it's also my father's birthday we were watching the NBA playoffs and a TV spot for the flash popped up oh and my, my old man he he's not a super superhero guy he's not really into batman or anything like that. that's more my thing but he but even he's just like oh michael keaton <laughs> he's even he was just like oh that's cool <laughs> so it, it, the fact that 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 this film has like that kind of tingling little effect on masses is just like it's incredible to me i think but yeah like you know i I'm I'm gonna after seeing the second trailer, I gotta hand it to Muschietti. I think he I think he's he, I didn't think it was possible to see a seven year old Keaton Batman in action, but I think he I think he might have gotten it. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Well, whew. man, that one scene with him, you know, putting his cape up, and obviously he's he's protecting somebody from just a mass of gunfire. That was pretty awesome to see. Yeah, that was. There was a lot in this trailer, but there was a lot of restraint. There was a lot of old mixed with new, but enough yeah. new that you could probably guesstimate. Like, there's a shot of Batfleck kind of swooping out and gliding through a, through an explosion that looks really great, even though it might look a little CGI, but I don't care. It's Batfleck. Um, yeah, you got a little Zod sprinkled in there. Yeah. A little Supergirl. A lot of Supergirl. A lot more Supergirl in this trailer. Mm -hmm. She actually speaks. I don't that, think I don't think she said a word in the in the last trailer. Yeah, yeah, I don't think so either. No, come to think of it, she, uh, no, she said she spoke her name towards the tail end of it, I believe. You're right. Yes, yes. And it's just like, I'm I'm just overtly excited to see a Supergirl in live action because I I, mm -hmm. I I watched the. Helen Slater flick a long time ago, but I don't really remember it that much. But it's, it's Ooh, that movie. 
Oh boy. I mean, it's technically in that universe with Reeves. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. I'm excited. I'm excited to see Supergirl in action. But I will say, like, I think opening this trailer with a Michael Keaton voiceover talking mm-hmm. about the pain of losing his parents and how that affected him and wanted it and turned him into what he is. And it's just like, he's getting super brutal honest with someone that he's never done before. Well, and even the quick little scene at the very beginning of the trailer where he, you see his hand go up and he's like touching the picture of his parents and you just see all the bruises and the cuts on his hands. Yeah. So he's at this point, wherever this is going to take place, like he's been Batman for a while. Yeah, it's almost like he's been a Batman that just kind of hasn't stopped. Yeah, he just has kept going and going and going. Yeah, right. And like, you really get the sense that his he's just kind of determined, but at the same time almost weary and, and not even necessarily questioning it, but just being like kind of amazed that this this person from another universe is, was capable of saving both his parents in the time span of a day where he while he fights night after night after night hoping to get some kind of semblance of, of peace that he just can't yeah. find right and he's just like and you did it <laughs> just he just said it so ca- he said it to Barry so casually in the cave and it's just it, it was I think with Michael Keaton where he really triumphs in terms of the, the whole Bruce Wayne Batman thing I think really he triumphs more as Bruce Wayne than he does Batman Oh, definitely. I I agree. No, I totally agree. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's cool to watch him, you know, whoop ass in that giant suit. But as as unrealistic as it may seem, (laughs) it's it's still just jarring and and cool to see him just be, you know, like the the amount of like, oh, man, the shot of of the, the bat wing getting torn apart by Namek and he jumps out of it and then mm-hmm. glides out of it like that's really cool that was really cool or even like the slower more subtle shots they took that scene with the bat wing coming down like a bat into oh, yeah. the cave oh yeah that, that was... got that got me I was like ooh okay yeah, you're was... getting me more and more with this movie yeah that was that was really beautiful yeah, yeah, that that whole opening, man, and even just getting that that shot again of of all the bat suits, like holy and they shit. took their time. That that scene seemed to go a little bit. Same thing. It went a little bit slower. I think we got to see them better. All of the suits. Oh, okay. So you want to know something else that I read before we before we hopped on and started recording? And here's where people are really going to start having a fit. Here's where people online are really going to start having a fit. I read this is a quote from Muschietti himself. His assembly cut for this movie, are you ready? Four hours. Oh, boy. Four hours. Yikes. <laughs> Four hours. Yeesh. And from what I understand, I think it's like a solid like two, two hours 20, two hours two, 2.30 maybe. I, I don't know for sure. But he said specifically now we have to cut like an hour and a half. But he was also talking about it's part one and two. So I don't know if he was specifically referencing The Flash but he did yeah. clarify that 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 the flash assembly assembly cut he did was 4 hours and it's like okay this film had the length 
of an assembly cut that is equivocal to that of the Snyder cut, which, for the record, had an assembly cut of, I believe, five and a half hours. Sure. Which, for the record, so this this w- easily this easily <laughs> could have been a double. This could have been two movies then. Easily, oh, easily. This this film could have been a two parter, very much so. And honestly, even thinking about like, you know, the Snyder cut, which is a five and a half hour assembly cut, or like Batman versus Superman, I think they said that one was also might have been four hours too so there's it's it's interesting to think about like there's a whole hour of footage that we might not ever see but you know i I don't know i'm I'm, I'm heading to pasadena this weekend i might ask for clarification (laughs) on that we'll we'll find out right (laughs) but maybe 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 not but um yeah like he he clarified that the the assembly cut he did for the flash initially was for four hours and it's like wow okay so they had a lot to play with. That's not including reshoots, but as anyone could also say, reshoots are built into the budget anyway. So whatever they reshot could have been anything from pickups to little sequences to even something one might consider massive or need to be redone. I don't know necessarily. Yeah. But from all of when this film went into production in you know, 2020, 2021, and then reshot last year, what, however long it took to reshoot some minor things now we're seeing like the f- close to finished product they're screening they screened it at Cin- CinemaCon right like this thing is locked they're good to go mm-hmm. but from what I also understand they did not show post credit sequences to the Flash at CinemaCon that makes sense that they got it they want to keep they want to keep that surprise for the public yeah I agree I agree wholeheartedly especially considering allegedly i don't even know if i want to get into this but there's this there was this rumor that came out yesterday or the day before were we on tuesday yesterday so it might have came yesterday it might even been sunday that the flash had another test screening and they had a a a post-credit sequence that was going to drive people up a freaking wall and again i'm Hmm. i i won't spoil it for people not here i'll tell i'll tell craig about it i'm sure when we're done recording but just like I don't buy it for a lot of different reasons. Hmm. I, I, okay. I, I think it's nonsense, but at the same time, I wouldn't put it past this studio who's done things like Justice League, a headless cameo in Shazam, et cetera, mm. et cetera. Like, yeah. I, I would not put it past the studio to do something this effing bold hmm. or ridiculous as it may may or may not be. But based are on we re- are, are we talking like season finale of Peacemaker type situation? No. Okay. No, I don't think so. But I, 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 I've seen a few other reactions to it. Um, I wouldn't say some are spoilery. Actually, matter of fact, I'm actually really surprised by the amount of restraint people showed when with their initial reactions by not saying anything in regards to spo- superb spoilers, things that are just not general known as of yet. Which is quite, I, quite, do you, a, quite do you wonder if like. Do you wonder if like people at CinemaCon, do you think there was like an NDA involved oh, sure. in that? I'm sure there was. Yeah. There's a reason. It, it, looking at a lot of the reactions, they are structured similarly. Mm. But I would also say that given that the, a lot of them are positive and like, I, I also, I'm not, it, 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 it's just kind of interesting to see so many positive things be said about this movie because excuse me 
but you know there there was a lot of things going on with Ezra Miller at yeah you know throughout last year and and that's kind of a hang up for a lot of people but like well and like you said the the development hell this film has gone through true 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 right and even just like also another thing for me is like i i really wish ray fisher was in this film there was a point yeah in 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 development when this when he had a substantial part in this movie and i firmly believe that the studio kind of screwed him out of it and i think that's that's absolutely horrible and despicable but at the same time like i can't sit there and point the finger and be like boo eddie muschietti boo you for not including cyborg that wasn't his decision I don't yeah. put that on him, right? Like it was on public knowledge that that Fisher had like issues with management. Like he was not happy with what Walter Hamada was dishing out, rightfully so, mm-hmm. right? Like and and, and <laughs> there is something I do know about the Flash film that I'm not at liberty to say just yet. Maybe when the film releases, I'll get a little more detailed into it. But maybe mm. maybe one day. Yeah, the, dude, this this movie, for all intents and purposes, and, and again, like I'm coming at it from, it has Batman in it, it's a Flash film. I wish it would be like I. And this is just personal fanboy nitpicking, like personal preference. Like, yeah, I probably would have preferred to see like a typical Flash film where he goes up against like you know the top, the rogues reverse flash whoever right but mm-hmm. at the at, on the other hand i really appreciate eddie muschietti as a, as a filmmaker like i do like both parts one and two of it that he did and i'm mm-hmm. i i think just based on this trailer you know he really honored a lot of what what keaton and burton did so you know i'm 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 curious to see where this film heads mm-hmm. and what it ultimately will lead to going into the DCEU. But at the same time, right? Like, let, let's be real. Blue Beetle looks fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that looks like, that looks like it's just going to be fun from beginning to end. Look, I, 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 okay. Before the year started, my rankings of the films that I, I had just at a pure, again, this is before we saw majority footage. As a matter of fact, the only footage available at this point would have been Shazam, right? Like my 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 pecking order for the DC movies, I shit you not, Craig. It was Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom, Shazam, Blue Beetle, The Flash. We are now two months away from the Flash. Uh, I skipped on Shazam. I did not see it in the movie. I did not see it in theaters. Um, for clear for, for clarity purposes, uh, I had basically the whole movie spoiled for me prior to seeing it. Number one, number two, mm. I wasn't really too keen on on Zachary Levi just kind of going to Instagram and and kinda, yeah, that kinda, was a mess. It was messy, but it was also just like he 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 specifically said, you know, go see John Wick. I love Keanu, but like if it, if you're not trying to see that, if you're trying to see a family movie, go see. And I'm just like, why the hell would you bring up John mm-hmm. Wick then, right? Yeah. For like real. that that really <laughs> really turned me off to seeing Shazam Fury of the Gods. Yeah. But then the first trailer for the Flash film dropped on Super Bowl Sunday and I was like, "Oh, wow." Interest level went up then. Mm-hmm. And then shortly thereafter the Blue Beetle trailer came out and it's like, "Oh, this looks really good." Mm-hmm. Really really good. And then the the description of the Aquaman trailer from CinemaCon is just like, "Oh, Black Manta is the villain." attacking Atlantis, something like a black trident or something like that. Aquaman apparently mm. has, like, baby 
aqua baby now Mara's in a white suit <laughs> yeah it it all sounds gucci to me i i love the aquaman movie so i'm i'm here for number two i don't give a damn what those stupid freaking test screenings are going on about i don't care i i give no f's about those test screenings they mean shit f all to me i don't care but <laughs> I would say now that uh, the the interest goes uh, Blue Beetle, Flash, Aquaman, Pile Rock, Shazam. Yeah. I mean, pretty much the same for me. I I was kind of the same way. Shazam, I just didn't really have any interest in it. First one was fine. It was fun. But the second one just kind of saw the trailers and like, eh, this looks okay. Maybe I'll get around to watching it when it's, you know, available on Max, not HBO Max, Max. No, I bet Still you're all wondering, why Why did we bring up Blue Beetle? Well, because there's a Batman reference in the Blue Beetle trailer. Yeah. That's why. Because <laughs> yeah. George Lopez <laughs> thinks Batman's a fascist, and, I, and that made me laugh. Mm-hmm. But seriously. Yeah, that was a good line. That, that, that was brilliant. That, that movie, that, man, that movie just looks so incredible. I, I can't wait for that. Okay, if there's anything that carries over into guns dcu let it be blue beetle please because I, I i would hate to see jolo go to waste in this one movie i would hate to see this yeah. just be a one and done because i i think he's perfect for the role and that this movie just looks incredible and if you want like a chapter zero before you get to like creature commandos and waller i feel like aquaman and blue beetle are that and maybe mm-hmm. even the flash but i me personally i kind of i'm looking at the flash film like a au revoir to 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 yeah what, saying what goodbye to everything to, it was before yes yep. precisely because like it's it's on good authority like e- even saffron was out there talking about like oh yeah you know this movie resets the universe for us and it's like how convenient for you mm-hmm. how convenient but even then that was the plan regardless they wanted to reset the universe already that was already in motion hell they had an idea of michael keaton taking over as batman and you know this is all under the the walter hamada you know purview so Mm. that 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 was for sure um there was talks of like a a a crisis film i don't know that's all out the window now apparently james gunn and saffron also detailed more of their 10-year plan but i didn't see anything else about that from anyone uh i have not seen a thing about that I, I, i didn't see jack all I saw was they came, they went to present, and that's it. I didn't see anything else about what they presented. But then, like, you know, we just started getting all the stuff for Flash and whatnot. Which, man, there's so much. Okay, actually, there's also a Japanese trailer that showcases footage, a bunch of different footage. But also... There's a point in the trailer, towards the end of the trailer, where it's both Barrys, and if you look closely, they're both in the Speed Force. And the younger Barry with longer hair has a gash over his face, and he he says, no, nobody dies. Now, in the Japanese trailer, what's interesting about that very same frame and that very same shot is there is a metal shard sticking out of the shoulder blade of that Barry, and I'm just like, wait a minute. Mm. Is that supposed to be Dark Flash Barry? Mm. Because that's interesting. Because again, you know, Dark the Dark Flash is in this movie. They've already shown that based on toys and yeah. stuff, right? 
but you only get one shot of Dark Flash in the entirety of the promotion we've seen thus far, and it's in the first trailer as we broke yeah. down. Because if you pay close enough attention, Newberry is the one who kicks Dark Flash out of the tornado. Yeah. So. Here's something, I don't know if you noticed it, but as I was watching the trailer to get ready for this episode, I was just kind of taking in some of the scenes, and like, of course, the shot of Supergirl and the two Flashes charging forward, and they all stop at the same time. Yes. Um, If you pause it, and this is on the official trailer, uh, the DC official trailer YouTube, so minute 30, the other Flash, um, the one with the blue lightning? Yes. His suit... Yes. Did you notice his suit? Yes, I did. This is a repurposed Batman suit. Yes, it is. Interesting. Now, this goes all the way back to when Muschietti was teasing the emblems on Instagram. Because one day he did the Flash emblem, then he did Batman, then I think he did the Bat suit with the lightning bolt over it, and then I think he did Supergirl. It was in some order of that variant. Anyway... When the when the when the flash one over the Batman suit happened, people were just like, "Huh, what?" Uh-huh. Right? And then, and then the movie started filming, and then people saw a body double, and you're like, "Oh, wait a minute, two berries," and the things started to make more sense. Mm-hmm. So, here we are. I also do firmly think that that second berry, you could very easily possibly see that as a rewrite of the cyborg character. Oh, I didn't even think of that. That'd be interesting. It's very possible that... I mean, this this movie went through a couple different versions of the script a couple different times. Yeah. You'd have to imagine there was a version of it with Cyborg in it and one without Cyborg in it. And can I say, too, just the movie overall, just based on the trailer, just looks visually impressive. I agree. And, you know... There is just so much... There's so much color. There is so much... Yeah everything just kind of jumps out of the screen and I can't wait to see this on the big screen. You know, I think there's a darkness to the, to the Burton films that's very difficult to recapture. And I yeah. think Muschietti captured that well because there is a shot in which they are coming out of the bat wing and it's like in a dark, it's in a dark, it's in a dark backdrop. Right. So it looks really close to what Burton did, but I will also say that, I do think that General Zod and the Kryptonians, it's not, it, it's Man of Steel, but it's just not quite Man of Steel. It's a yeah. little bit different. It's not quite the same, and I I don't know what it is, but I, I honestly think that the, and this is, again, not a dig, but it's just like, I, I also saw that Michael Shannon was even hesitant about coming back, but he went to Zack Snyder and got his blessing and got the okay to, you know, reprise the role, which if you're in that position, if you did that role, which he did magnificently, if, if you felt hesitant about it, yeah, I'd probably go back to the guy who, who, who initially hired me be like, um, this is what we're doing. Like, are you all right with it? And of course, Zack Snyder being the professional that he is, is like, yeah, that's a, that's a great level of respect between the two of them. Absolutely. I mean, you know, it's, it's no mystery. He's not at DC anymore. He's doing his own thing at Netflix. Yeah. Hell, he just wrapped shooting a massive sci-fi flick called Rebel Moon. Dude. Yeah. Like, he's happy where he's at. So, like, 
the fact that 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 Shannon came back, and it, it it looks really close. It looks good, but I I just think that you know there's just a difference because when Zack Snyder's in the editing room and when he's the one kind of composing the shot, when he's the one visualizing it, when he's the one who initially you know shot with Zod and Man of Steel like there there was just that his stamp to it you know what i mean and, mm-hmm. and revisiting that with a different director it's i think the best way i can pro- the best comparison i think would be the russo brothers with Captain America as opposed to rest of the Avengers. Mm, okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, that does make sense. Okay. So when they did the Captain when they did Winter Soldier specifically, it had a very unique look, specific feel to it. But then when you start bringing in everyone else, Captain America became a little more sidelined, but he still became he was still focused. Mm-hmm. But there was just I don't know. So there was just something kind of different there. I don't know. But in the case of like you know Snyder Muschietti, I think Muschietti just had had like a super tall task ahead of him, regardless, because this film was just a massive undertaking. And I, I ultimately, I think he took the job because he he just wanted to shoot him to some degree a Batman movie, which mm. this is. This was his. This was his chance to have a Batman movie. This was his. I, I think if if he was vying for any kind of role in. D in the DCU, Brave and the Bold. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see him doing Brave and the mm-hmm. Bold. I think I've even said that here, but I, 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 you know, I even saw that that DC Studios is absolutely willing to work with them again, and I'm just like, well, you know what? Of all the filmmakers that are currently working today, if he's gonna make a movie for DCU. If this is his trial run and he's got that much praise for it, sign me up. Yeah. Now, what was your favorite shot of the trailer? Uh, For me, there's a quick shot of Batfleck flying through an explosion. And just just the fact that we're going to get Batfleck again one more time just makes me happy. (laughs) You know, it's funny. Mine's actually his his quotes don't let your tragedy yeah. define you i love that and he's even said like that this is some of his best work he's ever done with the character and i'm yeah and that's that's just it right like this is if this is going to be the last i'm going to see of of ben affleck's batman so be it you know that I'm, I'm grateful for that i'm yeah the shot i'm it's like two minutes 10 seconds of him he's swinging through an explosion and his suit even has Man, it just it looks awesome. It it's got kind of like almost like a new fifty two vibe to it, but he still has that that same Batman logo on it from BVS. So it's like, man, it's just gonna be nice to see him one last time. I'm very excited to see how he factors into it. I'm also excited to see Wonder Woman save his ass with the lasso truth. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's not on the cutting room floor. <laughs> digress um yeah that 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 flash trailer looks absolutely incredible as of this recording um we are 
man, pretty close to it, but not too close, not too far away. June sixteenth, about a month and a half away from it. Yeah. Um, and like you said, the reactions so far have been fairly positive. Yeah, you know, let's let's read a few. Let's see, since it's trending all over. So, let's see. This is from Scott Menzel, founder of We uh, We Live Entertainment. He says, The Flash is hands down one of the best superhero films of all time. No joke. The Flash wow. is the ultimate movie-going experience as it has a little bit of everything. Action, emotion, heart, humor, and plenty of nostalgia. Ezra Miller is phenomenal as dual Barry Allens. Uh, Michael Keaton and Sasha Kaya are very good also. This is a film audiences will be watching over and over again. Oh, and avoid all the spoilers you can for this movie because some really incredible surprises that will truly blow you away. I cannot wait to see this again. Hashtag The Flash. Okay, let's see. What else do we have here? I know I bookmarked one. Uh, Here we go. This next one is from Eric Davis, who is that guy from Fandango and Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, Eric Davis says the DC's The Flash is tremendous in capital words. Forget DC. It is without a doubt among the best superhero films ever made. An all-timer, inventive storytelling, fantastic action sequences, great casting, so many nerdy details. I'm in tears <laughs> at the end. Everything you'd want from a superhero film and more. I'm honestly floored it's this good. As a monster Back to the Future fan, it has Back to the Future vibes all day. Michael Keaton is amazing as expected, and this is the best Ezra Miller has been as The Flash. Affleck gets some of his best Batman moments too, and Sasha Kaye rocks. Hashtag The Flash. Wow. That's high praise. It's high praise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What else we got here? Let's see. Uh, sorry, folks. This is taking a little bit longer than I expected. <laughs> okay, here's one from Eric Eisenberg. From Cinema Blend. says, I didn't know what to make of the hype before The Flash, but wow. The movie is an absolute blast from end to end. It's hilarious, thrilling, emotional, surprising. What an incredible way to launch the next chapter of DC Movies. Get excited. Huh. Interesting. So what they're saying is it should be an okay movie. And here's another one from uh, Robert Meyer Burnett. The Flash is wildly entertaining. A tone reminiscent of some of your favorite 80s movies. One I'm thinking of is clearly working into the film itself. Ezra Miller's winning performance, no really, to a surprisingly emotional payoff. It ends the Snyderverse in grand fashion. Huh. Yeah, so just like we said, it is kind of like a goodbye to what has come before and uh, to prepare us for what's to come. Right, right. Which basically means a uh, new Batman, new Superman, mm-hmm. uh, possibly a new Wonder Woman, possibly a new Aquaman, maybe a new Flash, hopefully the same Blue Beetle. Um and a whole lot of DC stuff that we have not seen before. Yeah. Which will be certainly something. Um, you know, honestly, I could I, I Jason Momoa has said he's he's 
getting an Aquaman trilogy. I, I, I would firmly kind of believe that. But, uh, you know, at the same time, at one point, we all believed Patty Jenkins was going to get a Wonder Woman trilogy. And, well, that's not yeah. happening. It's not happening. <laughs> Unfortunately. But, you know, hey, if, if, okay, if Tom Cruise, of all people, saying The Flash is a banger, and a lot of people at CinemaCon are saying it's an absolute win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm really not surprised. But I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens when this movie actually comes out and see if it captures the zeitgeist of the general audience in the same way that Top Gun Maverick did or Avatar The Way of Water. <laughs> yeah, no comment. I don't know. I mean, hey, we've... I don't know if we've talked about it, but it, like June's and we're not even I'm not even talking about this as an advocate hoping this movie fails financially in any way. I, I'm always in favor of superhero movies doing well. But I will also say that The Flash has a lot of very specific competition that it's working with in the form of Transformers and Spider Man into the Spider Verse. As what there's one other movie in June. What else is coming out in June? forget oh indiana jones comes out at the end of the end of the month so it's it's got three other movies that it's going to be fighting box office for Mm. that whole month of june because it begins i believe with spider-verse and then transformers like i think spider-verse is the second of june and then transformers is like the seventh and then a week after that is the flash I'll be curious if Transformers steals any kind of thunder from Flash, just because, like, I feel like this particular Transformers doesn't really seem to... I mean, I wonder if how many people even really know it's coming out. Like, interesting enough, I took my daughter to go see the Mario Brothers movie last week. How was that? That was fun. Okay. It was fine. I figured. Nothing, nothing amazing. It was a good time, though. Um but the weird thing is, is like we're in the middle, you know, we're all the trailers, you know, of course, since the Mario Brothers movie, there was like seven trailers before the freaking thing started. Um, so, it, you know, every trailer gets the usual, the green screen, then the trailer, all that kind of stuff. Right in the middle, after like three or four trailers, there's just a quick, I'm not even kidding, dude. This was like a maybe 35, 40 second, like mini trailer for transformers it literally just pops up like not even like an introduction like a slow open or anything like that just quick couple shots of optimus prime talking a little bit of action scenes and logo and then it just moved on to the next trailer and i was just kind of like huh that kind of just came and went and i feel like this movie might kind of be like that i don't know I mean, you know, a lot of people weren't too keen on the last night, but a lot of people did like Bumblebee. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, the Transformers notoriously has a, has a profit ceiling of a billion dollar. It is a billion dollar franchise because that those films notoriously made billion billion dollars more often than yeah. not. Like it it is that is their ceiling, right? Like that that is their goal more often than not. But if the, you know, again, you budget properly, you know, small rewards what is it? Oh man. Uh small investment big success something like that i don't know oh, i like small investment big return there you go that kind of thing that's yeah. something like that anyway um i also think that since the flash has like a pretty huge budget p- 
people are probably like, yeah, we need as much good word of mouth as, as we can yeah. for it, obviously. But I, I, again, you know, I also think that like the inclusion of having two different Batman in your movie is just like, when has that ever been a, th- okay. yeah. you know, it's not like we haven't seen multiple versions of the same character in the same movie before, but like on a, on a DC scale, I don't think so. Nope. Not on, not, not on the DC side. And I think using the flash as a, as a vehicle of sorts to kind of tell a story where you're able to use two different Batman is, I think it's risky, but I think if you're going to do it, you probably did it at the right time with the two Batman who were readily available. Yeah. Now it'd be real interesting if they had scenes together, but I doubt it. It does. Yeah. I remember on our, the last time when we did our breakdown of the first trailer, I had mentioned that I was like hoping that we'll see them interact, but I think you're right. Like every scene that we've seen now in these two trailers, when Keaton or Affleck are on the screen, it's in very different environments. So I think you're right. I don't think we're going to see the two of them in the same thing. Yeah, no, I at any point, it would be interesting to see them in the same spot fighting side by side. That would be very interesting but i just don't see it happening but i did see one or two other initial reactions and and they did say that there were other surprises and and since this is like running through the speed force dealing with the multiverse i want to say that something with the cw is probably going to be attached what else in the grander dc multiverse that you could pull from i have absolutely no idea like there's a buttload of shit you could just imagine like if like there there's heavy talks and rumors of like nicholas cage doing like a superman bit and like oh boy stock footage of 78 superman christopher reeve and like i don't know i have absolutely zero idea what's gonna come from this but i'm sure the spoils will be hit be hitting the internets here pretty soon wouldn't shock me schwarzenegger mr freeze shows up you know freezes barry's feet while he's running you know, <laughs> that would be <sighs> no thanks, <laughs> no thank you. But yeah, um, you know, it's it's. I'm glad this trailer is is here to digest. It kind of <clears throat> quelled some feelings I had. Um, again, I I really just do like that that saying Affleck says in regards to scars and not letting your tragedies define you that was that was very powerful something, yeah something I kind of needed to hear so that was very reassuring good trailer um I'm sure I'll, I'll I'm yeah I, I'm guessing I'm probably gonna see it in the movie in, in theaters probably with Terrence yeah I think this is definitely gonna be a uh, a day one for me I'm going to go see it on the biggest screen I can because I just feel like visually this this has to be experienced like and I guess on the to, biggest screen possible. I, I guess to kind of cap this conversation off like that, that that's just it right like that this is that kind of movie you're that's this is a movie that's generating that kind of reaction where we feel 
legitimately compelled to go and spend tons of our hard-earned money at the movie theater, which is becoming more and more niche thanks to streaming. Which, yeah. are, which ironically enough, David Zaslav was like, yeah, we don't plan on doing streaming movies anytime soon. It's like, oh, yeah, no shit. No wonder you mm. can, Batgirl. Yeah. <laughs> I, and I, oh, I, don't, I, I don't even mean that as like a, a jab to Batgirl. It's just like, oh, yeah. David David Zaslav, that's that. You, you said that knowing full well what you meant. Mm-hmm. Which I think is also unfortunate because I do think that streaming allows you for an avenue to do lower budget stuff with a lot more possible grander return. Mm-hmm. But, you know, some oh, some relics just just are stuck in their ways. <laughs> I, I guess would be the best way to say that. You know, he's a businessman. He's gonna you know have his his opinions and run Warner Brothers Discovery the way he wishes, and that's his prerogative. You know, and and if he's seen the Flash three times and he loves it, good for him. Great. Yeah, uh, seems to be the word of mouth from a lot of other people. Um, but I I just do think that if you're going to do a superhero movie, it's got to be something like this. Mm-hmm. And I and the more I think about it, like had they done just another Flash movie, like they were, you know, planning on doing in in some sense or another. In the climate like today, where things are just superheroes are the business, right? Like, yeah. I'm not sure that it would have had the legs to survive. But um, tss. so that's why I think it needs to be something more of a spectacle, and I think that's what they they've achieved here. Now, you know, there is a certain subsect of fans that are just taking every chance they can to just you know poke at this and make fun of it, and you know. Here's something funny for you folks. There's there was a term that went around when this film started shooting, that that people codenamed it called the flush. Uh, the first time what? I watched this trailer was uh, on on the John today. <laughs> so, <laughs> irony, irony, big irony, in the funniest way possible, and I actually quite enjoyed it. And well, I mean, I, hopefully that does come true because like. It does, like you were saying, it does take a special movie for me to want to go back to the theater to see it. I mean, in the last couple of years, uh, the only thing that I went multiple times to go see was uh, just this year, John Wick Chapter 4. Sure, yeah. I, I, did, I, I, I can't get over how amazing that movie is. Yeah, I mean, I haven't been to a theater in like over a month. You know, I've just, Craig knows exactly what I've been dealing with and why I haven't been to a theater in over a month. I kind of need to get back into it. I'm sure I will once I get back from full circle, which, by the way, I am all packed for. um, And and what a way, and like we were saying, like how this film is going to be like, you know, saying goodbye to the Snyderverse. I mean, you're going to kind of be saying goodbye in your own way by going to this event. Yeah, it's going to be pretty cathartic to get that, get to see that trilogy play out. Right, and then have that experience with like a Q and A with you know Zack Snyder himself and whoever else decides to show up and, and grace us with their presence and answer questions and stuff. I've got a few questions that I, I've kind of definitively thought about, and I'm going to ask specifically for Zack Snyder's Justice League. Like I I know what question for sure I'm going to ask in regards to that film, but the other two I still have to kind of iron out. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's going to be pretty cathartic to get to see that trilogy end. Or, you know, you see it on a screen, on big screens, and, and, like, experience that with, like, fans, like, of the same film, the same director. And then, you know, a month and a half later, get to see a brand new DC movie and have it be, like, this, you know, au revoir Mm -hmm. to what what 
what I have appreciated. And, you know, there, there hasn't really been a movie in the DCEU that I've, like, outright loathed or hated. I mean, Saber, you know, obviously Justice League, not really digging Ish. the theatrical cut of Justice League. Yeah. Or, you know, um, even even Suicide Squad, like the studio cut that they've put out, the, the extended one they had with, like, you know, extra 20, 13 minutes, whatever it was. Like... I, I see the skeleton of what Air wanted to do, and I still think the Air cut would be a viable thing for them to do, but they're just not doing it. But, yeah. you know, that's on them. And, he, you know, he's even... David Ayer himself has said that movie would cost less than $10 million to finish, which I firmly believe. You know, he had it all scored out and everything, so it just wouldn't shock me to just, you know, do a director's cut of that. Like, I, I don't know why... The, it's their thing. Warner Brothers is notorious for doing director's cuts, so I don't know why they're not capitalizing on it, especially since... Suicide Squad actually made the money at the box office. Mm-hmm. So why wouldn't you do a fucking director's cut of that? I don't know. Anyway, the only one I really, like, it's at the real bottom of my list is Gun Suicide Squad. The, oh, the gun one. Okay. Yeah, like, that That one's really just at the bottom of my list, and that's not, like, me saying it's a bad movie. That's not me saying I hate it. That's not me saying I think it's terrible. It's just it's the one I like the least. For me, yeah, it's just that's one of the ones like I saw it in theaters. I think actually, I think that was the first time I went back to the theaters after the pandemic. Dude, I saw this movie a week before it debuted in theaters for free, (laughs) for free, and I I had to, I had to, I had to stay quiet about it. I, (laughs) I, I, I did not want to spoil anyone about it. I didn't want to be that guy. So, um, I think my initial reaction to it was, um. The Suicide Squad movie was a movie that I saw. Yeah, which I mean, it, I, which 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 turned a lot. A few people were just like, "Oh, you hated it," and it's like, "No, that's not what I said." Yeah, but I mean, that's kind of how it was for me. I I saw it. It was fun. It was fine. Just no, don't have any desire to see it again. There, th- nothing I, stood out to me. That's the thing. There was nothing that made me go, "Yeah, this is worth seeing again." It was just kind of like it was fun for what it was. Some neat moments, some cool character moments. Other than that, yeah, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> and, you know, I'm I'm going to see Guardians of the Galaxy 3 at some point on opening weekend. Mm. But, you know, four or five years ago, I would have been there that Thursday night. Yeah. That's, that's just it, right? Like, mm-hmm. we, we feel compelled to see Flash. I'll see it June 15th at 3 p.m. I don't give a shit if I have to take time yeah. off work. Like, yeah. I'll, I'll go watch the effing movie, right? But, like, yep. this, you know, Guardians and the Suicide Squad, like, I'm, I'm pretty grateful I got to see the movie for free a week ahead of time. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But, again, like, there is just a, a level, there's a spectrum. And, and I've said this, you know, a few different times, I think, even here and other places. Like, my, my spectrum is, as far as DC films go, Zack Snyder's Justice League on one end in terms of like love it to death defend it best film mm-hmm. in, in, in the universe and then there's the Suicide Squad and I'm like cool yeah so I don't know exactly where the Flash is going to land it very well could land um, in the upper in the up in, it might I don't know if it's going to crack top five for me yeah it'll be interesting to see yeah I agree. But yeah, that, that that if you guys have any thoughts about the Flash trailer, feel free to 
you know, tweet at us. Yeah. T-E-K underscore podcast or, you know, send us an Instagram message or send us an email, eternallightpod at gmail.com. You know, feel free to send us your thoughts about the Flash trailer or any other Batman musings you might have. Uh, but, yeah, I think that's where we're going to put a pin in it for this episode, which I went a lot longer than I expected it to. But I guess yeah. that's just how good our chemistry is. Craig, I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, we just we wanted to kind of jump on it while it was hot and get our opinions in there. Um, like Like you said, I think... I am genuinely more and more excited for this film the more we see of it. So very excited to see where it goes. Again, can't wait to see Batfleck one last time. Um, So real quick, the Snyder event that you're going to. So if I recall, you said that it is. So they are going to be streaming the event. Yeah, they are going to be streaming it through Vero. Um, I'm actually glad you really asked that. Matter of fact, um, there's going to be a Twitter spaces tomorrow going over some of the details but yeah it all three films if i'm not mistaken will be live streamed the q a portions will be live streamed on vero true okay the application um there is a desktop version too so it it more than likely will be up there if if anyone has a desktop um i have it i've used it more often than not it's cool have they released times for anything yet um I th- I want to say the movies. I think Man of Steel and BVS are both at five o'clock, and I think Zack Snyder's Justice League is at one o'clock. And this is all Pacific Pacific Standard Time. Okay, so I'll at least be able to see Man of Steel five o'clock Pacific. So that'll put it at seven my time. So I would be off of work by that point. And since the movie's about two and a half hours. It would be the Q and A would be, I would say somewhere between seven thirty, seven thirty, eight my time. So like you know, yeah, 10 my your time. Okay, but again, I I don't know this for fact. When I get that information presented to me, I'll absolutely share it with with whomever. Um, obviously, you know, keep 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 an eye out, unfiltered. Yeah. you know, Twitter, Vero, Instagram, unfiltered. Yeah, I think you're gonna have a blast. I am. I'm really looking forward to it, and I'm really looking forward to seeing The Flash when that movie comes out, which, you know, a while ago wasn't too hot on it, and even still, I'm not a fan of certain creative decisions that went into this movie, but still, I'm still quite pleased with how it turned out, allegedly, so I just hope that the rumored stuff that went into it is not true. (laughs) Knock on wood. Anyway, I think that that is for sure where we're going to put a pin in it. Stay classy. Keep it classy in the cave, folks. Have a great day or night, whatever your listening preference is. Good night, everyone. Oh, yeah! Nice choice. I just want to... Whoa! It's like Batman stuff. Batman's a fascist. I just want to... Rap. Thank you for listening to the Eternal Night Podcast. This podcast is not affiliated with Warner Brothers Discovery, DC Entertainment, or anything else related to WBD. Uh, All thoughts shared belong to those involved and not the companies they happen to work for or be talking about. If you would like to follow along the show, you can follow along on Podbean or iTunes. Feel free to drop us an email at eternalnightpod at gmail.com. You can also follow us along on Twitter and Facebook. Just search for T-E-K underscore podcast. Thank you.